ShareCare, helping you find experts, the top minds in health and medicine. It's ShareCare Radio with Dr. Daria Long Gillespie on RadioMD.com. Hi, everybody. Happy Tuesday. Welcome back to ShareCare Radio. This is Dr. Daria, and I have with me for one of my favorite segments every month, Fact versus Fiction. I have Dr. Mike Royzen. He's co-creator of the Real Age Test. He's also Chief Wellness Officer at Cleveland Clinic, and he's author of the You Book Series with Dr. Mehmet Oz. He's also a fantastic medical mind. He's going to help us figure out all of these things today. Dr. Mike, welcome. It's great to be here, Dr. Daria. So thank you. Well, I'm so glad. And I really want to jump in. Our very first topic is something that a lot of us are thinking about, which is the Zika virus. And, you know, you and I you were talking about how, you know, how can can Brazil handle they have the Olympics with, you know, and Carnival with, with Zika and having to respond to it with pesticides. What's your thought on it? What should people do who are thinking about going to these events? So the basic message is if you're over, if you're outside the childbearing age, and over, you know, if you're over 50 and a woman and over whatever it is and a guy and not planning on having kids, then feel free to go try and avoid the mosquitoes. If you come back and have been bitten by a mosquito, avoid seeing your kids or grandkids mm-hmm. if they are trying to get pregnant or mm-hmm. are in the pregnancy-bearing ages for 10 days because that's mm-hmm. how long the virus can live in you. And mm-hmm. as far as we know, and I'll get, come back to that in a second, when the virus is no longer active, that is, after that 10-day period, you're not infectious in any way. You can't Kissing them won't do it. Having sex with anyone won't do it, etc. So we know that it is transmitted by sputum, saliva, sexual secretions, etc. Yeah, I know. They've had somebody who who got it, got it through sexual intercourse. Yeah, and more than just one person, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But the point is, this virus has mutated, has changed. What do I mean by that? Mm-hmm. It, when it was in Africa, was not associated with microencephaly. That is the lack of development of the brain and the lack of and the change in head size because of that. So mm-hmm. this is a new association. We think it is a causal association. Let me be clear. Mm-hmm. We aren't even sure that Zika is what is causing this. It is presumed. Now, and why that's what's is so scary so because bad? microencephaly is so devastating. Right. It's so amazing. why is Carnival, Carnival so bad? It's a party, and there is a lot of sex that goes on with it in younger men and women. Mm-hmm. And that, in the mosquito-infested mm. world, and in the Olympics where young people compete, there is likely to be the Zika past. And the key is what we're worried about is some other virus picking up the Zika particles or Zika, whatever it is in this, Mm -hmm. and being associated with it. So one of the key, and then it being able to spread much more rapidly or having a much longer lifespan Mm -hmm. in your body. So the key is, if you're potentially pregnant, I would say, one, if you've got to go to one of these Caribbean areas or one of the areas where the 80s virus, where the mm-hmm. 80s mosquito is, mm-hmm. really protect yourself, wear yes. primethamine, make sure there's no standing water in your yard, etc., and um, wear as long clothes as you can, and yes. use mosquito nets at night. 
it when you're back. And so that's until March. Once March or April comes and the mosquitoes come north to Atlanta and towards to north in more states by July, it gets uh-huh. almost the entire U.S. Now you're scaring US. me, Dr. Mike. What? Now you're scaring me. I live in Atlanta. Well, right. That's why I said that. Um, it wasn't mm-hmm. to scare you, but it was to get realism. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the 80s mosquito comes up the entire north, northeast and the um, east coast and the west coast. doesn't get much to Montana or North Dakota so far, but it comes up the east and west coast. That mosquito is still able to... So we're going to have to either have a vaccine by then, and there's active development by two companies, Sanofi, which developed the Ebola vaccine, is actively working on trying to crash this vaccine to get it done. Mm -hmm. And so we'll either have different instructions by April or May as we learn more, or we're going to have to radically change what we do for mosquito protection in the U.S. Mm -hmm. in these months, especially for people who are potentially pregnant. Well, it sounds like we need to be being prepared on both fronts, you know, the vaccine, but also getting prepared for what we're going to be doing about mosquitoes. Because you're right, in the summer, they're right. everywhere. So, and you know, you my can't worry talk, you don't is, even realize you've been bitten. That's right. My worry, especially, is that Brazil is not a very good area for mm-hmm. protecting us from mosquitoes. It just has mm-hmm. not had this, and it's already suffering. It's way behind in its construction for the Olympics. Yes. So this is a real problem for Brazil and for the World Health Organization. So as you saw in mm-hmm. today's budget um, that the president requested, there's yes. $1.8 billion, um for mosquito protection in the U.S., and probably some of that is to spread to the World Health Organization. Okay. For women, but it's a good point for women who are considering getting pregnant or are pregnant. Or are, men. You know, if you pardon, or men, or men. This is yes, as you mentioned exactly. Then, if if at all possible, avoid travel. And if you go, if you're even if you're not one of those groups, but if you go to one of those countries, really, it's a good idea to avoid those you know those family members who are considering getting pregnant or in of childbearing age for about ten days when you come back. Exactly. Okay. Really helpful. And uh, hopefully we'll hear some more about you know, insect repellent and ways to protect ourselves because you also want to be careful about those when you're pregnant as well. You don't want to be dousing oh, yourselves. The primethoprin, the mm-hmm. primethoprin varieties Permethrin, uh-huh. uh, have been deemed by a number of agencies, including our CDC and the World Health Organization, to be safe during pregnancy. DDT, mm-hmm. there's a lot of concern with it, but we aren't using that. Primethoprins are what we should be using. Okay. Perfect. Thank you. It's helpful for all of us, especially as we're about to get into these. It's hard to think about that right now because it's snowing right now, but um, we'll be getting there this summer. All right. Well, I want to just jump in our last minute and a half. You know, we've been talking a lot about, uh, you know, fat and diet. And, you know, it seems like the pendulum in the 80s was no fat, and now we're swinging the other way. Talk to us about how now we're getting, uh, about having more fat in your diet and how that can help with both losing weight and gaining muscle. Well, that's a false. So fat in the diet doesn't. Protein in the diet helps you lose weight and Mm -hmm. um, gain muscle. So this is a randomized controlled study, the best kind we have where Mm -hmm. one group got 35% fat, 10% protein, the other 35% protein, 10% fat. The group that lost weight, both groups lost weight because they were in calorie restriction and exercise, but 
the group that had the higher protein, the 35% protein, 10% fat, gained muscle while they exercised and lost weight. So usually when you lose weight, you lose both muscle and fat. When you exercise and have an increased dose of protein in your diet, it was just they had protein shakes and they ate more Mm -hmm. protein and nuts and stuff like that, that group actually gained muscle. So the ideal is what we've mm-hmm. learned now, randomized controlled trial, large enough to be reliable, mm-hmm. have more protein when you're trying to lose weight as in our, long as In exercise. our last 30 seconds, how much protein did they say in 35% a day? protein. So if you have 20, if you have 2,000 calorie diet, 35% would be 700 calories of your food should be protein. Since mm-hmm. protein is four, it's roughly 200 grams or 150 grams of protein. Wonderful. 150 to 200 grams of protein if you want to lose weight and build muscle. Dr. Mike, you always stay so much on top of everything and all the news for all of us. Thank you so much and really appreciate it telling us what to do about Zika and for weight loss and helping us gain some muscle. For all of our listeners, check out his newest book. This is your do-over, The Seven Secrets to Losing Weight, Living Longer, and Getting a Second Chance at the Life You Want. And also follow him on Twitter. I love your Twitter feed, Dr. Mike. And that's at Dr. Mike Royzen, and follow us on Twitter at ShareCrank and at Dr. Daria. This is Dr. Daria. You're listening to ShareCare Radio on Radio MD. Thanks for listening and stay well.